this morning, I want to tell you a story, a great story, a love story, a true story. It's my story and it's your story. It's the story of God's great love for man. This morning, I want to tell you a story because the Lord is good and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. This morning, like the psalmist, I want to tell you about the praiseworthy deeds of the Lord, his power and the wonders he has done. So the next generation will know them, even the children yet to be born, and they, in turn, will tell their children. Then they will put their trust in God and not forget his deeds. So, if you're sitting comfortably, I will begin. And I better begin at the beginning. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. God created man in his own image. Male and female, he created them. And it was good. But the man and the woman disobeyed the Lord. And because he loved them, this broke his heart. He sent them from the garden. But he made them clothes to protect them. And he did not abandon them. For the Lord is good, and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. Let's jump forward through some of those generations to when God's people were in the desert. Now they knew all about their history. They knew about Adam and Noah. They knew about Abraham, Isaac and Jacob. They knew all about the miraculous escape from Egypt. They'd been there. They'd seen the plagues. And more than that, they'd been there when the angel passed over the firstborn sons. Oh yes, they knew all about the first Passover. And yet, they forgot what he'd done. Marvels he'd done right before their eyes. He'd split the sea and they'd walked through it. He'd piled the waters to the right and to the left. He led them by day with a cloud and by night with a fiery torch. He split the rocks in the wilderness and made streams flow in the desert. But all they did was sin. They sinned even more, and they rebelled in the desert against the high God. Yet God did not abandon them there in the desert, for the Lord is good, and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. But there they were, eating the bread of angels in the desert, and yet still they whined like spoilt children. After all they'd seen God do, they still couldn't trust him, and they kept right on sinning. They ended their days in futility, or perhaps we could say, their lives dribbled away to nothing. These stories make it clear that when God cut them down, then they turned and they begged for mercy, 
Then they gave God the witness that he was their rock and their redeemer. But they didn't mean it. They lied through their teeth. They couldn't have cared less about God himself. Just themselves. Yet he was merciful. For the Lord is good and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. Of course, there were generations when people seemed to come and worship God. And one was the time of King David, a time of relative peace for the people of Israel, a time when people flocked to the temple to worship, when they crowded to sing praises to God. God had chosen David to shepherd his people Israel, and he guided the people wisely and well. He told them that the Lord is good, and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. Let's jump forward again to the time of Jesus, to Peter's sermon on the day of Pentecost. He too speaks of King David, the great patriarch. But now David is gone, dead and buried. But now the promised Messiah has come. Because the Lord is good and his love endures forever, Jesus chose to die on the cross. Generations of history had proved that no one was good enough to meet God's standards. Because the Lord is goodness personified, we all fall short of his standards. There is no way we can come into his presence clothed in our sin. But Christ paid for our sins on the cross. Christ died on the cross and rose again from the grave, defeating the power of death. Because of his death and resurrection, all those who turn to God can truly draw close to him through Christ. For the Lord is good and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. Let's jump forward again to another David. This David is less well known. His name doesn't appear on Wikipedia, but he's important to our story. This, his name was David Lloyd, and he was a timber merchant in Denby in North Wales. And he was born in 1859. We don't know much about his youth, other than the fact that he was an excellent boxer. And so the stories go that he was a bad man. It's not clear what he did to be called a bad man. I mean, perhaps it was something so terrible that he never told his daughter or his granddaughters, and so it never made it into the scant records we have. But, you know, I think it was probably a bit more ordinary than that. I suspect that when he gets called a bad man, that's because what he used to say when he talked about his life before the revival came, before he put his faith in Christ. You see, David Lloyd was one of those Welshmen whose lives were turned upside down by the wave of the Holy Spirit, which swept across the country in the late 1800s. Quite possibly, in Denby's 1884 revival, 
associated with the preaching of Richard Owen, a Calvinistic Methodist. And this sweeping tide saw over 430 people come to faith in that year in Denby alone. And as in similar waves of revival, the people were utterly convicted of their sinfulness. And then they turned to Christ to save them. And David Lloyd was one of those men who went from knowing the stories of faith to a real encounter with God, an encounter with the living Christ. And such an encounter cannot fail to highlight our sin. So perhaps he was a very bad man, like each of us, like me and you, before we turned our lives over to Christ. Having come to faith in Christ, David Lloyd started to attend Capel Ma, Denby's Calvinistic Methodist Chapel. And there, he would have heard about the great love story between God and man. He'd have heard and experienced that the Lord is good and his love endures forever. The thing about God's love, of course, is that it rubs off on us. If we let it, God's love changes us. And it certainly changed David Lloyd. This former bad man helped found a mission chapel called Badawan Chapel, where poorer people would feel more comfortable than attending the established chapel that he'd been going to. And he helped set up a clothing bank for the poor. And he also ran an adult Sunday school where he shared his faith with the men of Denby, some of whom are in this picture. As I found out more about the life of David Lloyd, I've loved hearing how this community wasn't just a place that got together on Sunday mornings for worship, but a community that cared for each other and that spent time together. Like the time when David Lloyd swept out his timber wagon that he used for his business and filled it instead with families from the chapel. And he got his shire horses and hitched them up and took part of that community down to the beach. But at the heart of everything that David Lloyd did was prayer. With his fellow Christians, he prayed. And having prayed, David Lloyd and his friends would personally invite people from Denby to come to chapel, to come and hear the stories of our faith to come and meet with Christ and to join the family of God. And God answered those prayers. In 1904, the largest wave of the Welsh revival swept through. Then his 10-year-old daughter, Edith, remembered the chapel being so packed that you couldn't get in. And I'm not surprised that she remembered it. Because one of the characteristics of the revival times was that children and young people were really strongly affected as well. And so, of course, she'd have been welcome in that packed chapel. Her faith, even age 10, really mattered. What I love best about this story is knowing that David Lloyd's faith stayed with him to the end of his days. The Lord is good. And his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. And the example he set to his daughter Edith, when he told her the stories of faith and backed them up with his life, 
Well, that helped her too come to accept Christ as her Lord and Saviour. And that example and those stories continued down the generations through Edith's daughter, Glenys, to Glenys's daughter, Helen, to Helen's daughter, David's great-great-granddaughter, born just over 30 years ago, me. David Lloyd, that bad man whose life was turned around in the revival, whose faith endured and whose example has continued down the generations. He was my great-great-grandfather. And that example is so important. In fact, my mother, Helen, has told me that she does not think that she'd be a Christian if it hadn't been for the faithful prayers of her grandmother, Edith. And it was my grandmother, David's granddaughter, Glenys, who gave me this little children's Bible at my dedication. And my mother, David's great-granddaughter, she read me those stories. And so I too heard that the Lord is good and his love endures forever. And I saw how his faithfulness continues through all generations. And so when I was older, then those stories became more than just stories to me. And I too put my faith in Christ. And now, as an adopted daughter of God, these stories in here, the stories of Abraham and Isaac, the stories of Hannah, of Ruth, of Rahab, the stories of David, the stories of Jesus. They are as much part of my family history as the story of David Lloyd and his descendants. I know that the Lord is good and his love endures forever. I know his faithfulness continues through all generations. And so I will keep telling these stories to my children and to anyone who wants to hear. I will tell how Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today and forever. And he has promised forgiveness, hope and new life to all who turn to him. For the Lord is good and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations.